0: So the big question is this, how do young men like us who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to the Ascend Momentum Show. Episode 50. Welcome back, everyone. Milestone episode. So, currently, I have five episodes scheduled. So, I have a five-day cushion on my episodes. Well, right now I have four, but once I'm done recording this episode, I'll have five. So, that's I'm telling you that because... Uh, Next weekend, I will be going out of town again. So I'm... One of these days, either tomorrow, Saturday, or Sunday, because today is Thursday, and one of these days, I am going to record two episodes in one day again, like I did a couple episodes back. And... It's gonna. I'm gonna do it just like how I did before, where I record my normal episode, and then right after, I record a Transurfing Principles episode. So look out for Transurfing Principles Part Five coming soon because I haven't posted one in a while, and I. So that means that I built up a lot of notes in my notebook from just studying. And the way I do it is I review all the like most important notes from my previous session since the last review, and I make an episode on it. But last time I did it, I had nine pages, I think, or it was like 10 pages or something like that of notes. It was either nine or 18, I don't know, or 12. It was It was a lot of notes more than one episode worth of notes. So I had to make two episodes. So that's why I had episode like Transurfing Principles part three and then part four, like the next over the next couple of days. And so I'm planning on doing that again. I might even do, I'm pro. I'm definitely going to do at least one Transserving Principles episode, but I may or may not do more because I definitely have a lot of notes to make, like three, maybe even three episodes worth of Transurfing Principles. So look out for those in the future. But let's get into today's episode. I want to start things off by saying I am. I have been looking into the Gateway process a lot more. And if you guys are new here, the Gateway process is... Basically a meditation technique using audio like sound waves, like you put a headphone put headphones on, and then you hear audio sound waves like white noise, pink noise, waves crashing, wind blowing, like all kinds of different noises, and you hear them in your ears, and it's hemi sync. So it means that your ears can hear the difference between the two so you can hear some things in the right ear and some things in the left ear so i i i'm not very i'm not too knowledgeable in it yet but i have a basic understanding of this as of now because i've spent the past like five or six days just researching it i mean not really focusing on it but every whenever i have downtime i look into it and i read more documents And the gateway process is basically a meditation where you listen to those sound waves and you get into a deep, deep, deep relaxation and then you can get into deeper and deeper meditations and they call these they call these different levels of like deepness. If you if you will let me say different levels of depth of the meditation called focus levels so right now you and I are on focus one it's just normal consciousness in in uh, in waking reality and then focus 10 is deep relaxation so that's like the first focus level that they that, like that you practice getting into because they have eight tapes so eight CDs basically and I bought the first CD, and in that first CD, they it's basically all about practicing focus 10. And I'm really interested in, in this stuff because it's all about like self-discovery and learning about your inner self, expanding your consciousness, and a lot of this stuff goes hand-in-hand with Transurfing. So this stuff will allow you to increase your energy levels and when you're in these, when you're in these meditative states, you have unity of heart and mind. So you're, are like left brain and right brain are in sync. So you can apply a lot of the Transurfing principles. Now, Transurfing, if you are new here, Transurfing is the most powerful worldview out there. It's, it's the most powerful belief system. And in my opinion, from anything that I've seen so far, I have I am 17 years old and I am just one year into reading. So I have limited experience, but from what I've seen so far, it is the most powerful belief system out there. And it is not like people just don't know about it and people don't practice the principles in transurfing and those who do are extremely successful. Transurfing is a book. It's, there's a book on it by Vadim Zelen. So Vadim Zelen is a Russian, um, that I looked it up and they said Russian mystic, but I don't really know what that means. So I'm just going to say he's like a Russian author who like knows what he's doing. And he knows all about life, the game of life. And he basically right, he wrote a bunch of books. And the main books, that, the ones that I've read so far is Reality Transurfing Parts 1 through 5. So he wrote five books, Reality Transurfing 1, The Alternative Space, Reality Transurfing 2. And I forgot what all the other uh, titles were, but he wrote Reality Transurfing 1 through 5, and then after that he combined them all into one book and it's like a it's like a 750 page book which is like five books combined. And I've read it once already and I'm actually more than halfway done with my second read through. And this time I'm actually studying it instead of just passively reading it. So I'm taking a lot of notes and talking about it on the podcast. So that book w- will change your life if you let it, it's changing my life and I already, I can, just from the difference between when I started reading it until now, just six months, it's actually crazy how, how much my worldview has changed, how different I perceive things. But I definitely recommend getting, getting that book if you have not already. But what I'm trying to say is lately I've been looking into the gateway process because I am trying to get better at transurfing. And so one of the things that I have been doing lately is meditating. And I've been meditating pretty consistently for the past couple of months, two times a day, morning and night. And that has been extremely beneficial for me just not even just for transurfing, because in his book, I, I don't think that meditation is part of the transurfing technique, but it's still beneficial to do, anyways. So I do it. But I was actually looking into this new, I was looking into transurfing. So I was researching transurfing and I discovered this website called the most beautiful world I think it's called I should actually go back and look but because I keep saying the website title and I could just be completely wrong so I should check after this episode but side tension aside that website talked about the ultimate reading list for human beings. And he basically talked about how you can go on and read all these books, but if they're not the right books, then you're not going to get anywhere in life. But if you, you can basically unlock the truth to life through education. And he basically provided a 180 book long reading list that will, like is the ultimate reading list for human beings. And the first book he recommended on it was Reality Transurfing. So, I found that website and then I read the beginning, which the intro, it was like a blog post. The intro, I absolutely loved and it already struck a chord with me. It already was like, I already liked it. So, I kept reading. And then he said, The first book you should read is Reality Transurfing. And this will set the tone, like the foundation, to, and it will allow you to expand your mind to be able to accept other truths or basically like that and so then he also taught or he also like said that he wrote his own book which was a collection of his past like three or eight years of experience including all of the books on that reading list and his three-year-long road trip he went on a three-year-long road trip with two two of his best best friends And went all the way from the northernmost part of North America to the southernmost point of South America. And he went all over like the Americas. And so that book was uh, like a culmination of all of that stuff. And so naturally I bought that book. And I bought the first book on the reading list since I had already read Reality Transurfing, which was the foundation to the whole reading list. So I bought his book and then i bought the first book on the reading list which is called die wise which i had never heard of most of the books like 80 i'd say 80 upwards to 80% of the books on that reading list i had never heard of and he said were game changers and i kind of into not intuitively but i kind of subconsciously not consciously knew but i subconsciously had a feeling that since I'm reading Transurfing and that changed my world starting to read that I was un- I was unlocked to a brand new, like world essentially. And my world just completely changed and I was kind of let out of my box of social conditioning because over the past 17 years, I'm 17 years old, by the way, over the past 17 years, I have been conditioned by society. And it was shaping my brain and conditioning me to fit its needs, and so I kind of un- subconsciously felt that since I read transurfing, and that unlocked so many door, like so many avenues in my life, and actually greatly, greatly expanded my knowledge of like our existence. If he was recommending Transurfing as the foundation, and I had already gotten that result from Transurfing, the first 10 books on that list, like even the first like 80 books on that list, he said were must reads and were game changers. Like a lot of those books, he said, absolutely changed his life and changed the lives of those he gave to. Like he gave, he gifted those books to other, like to his friends and family, and it changed their lives as well. And so, this the fact that transurfing changed my life so much and he's saying that's the foundation and then all of these other books changed his life like he didn't say transurfing changed his life i'm sure it did but he didn't specifically say that this was a game changer like this changed my life he all he said was just read this book first and he said more but i can't remember exactly what And then he went on to say, as he was listing off all of the next books, he went on to say that, like, the first book changes life. It's his favorite book. The second book changed, like, every single book on that list changes life. Maybe not every single one, but, like, at least the first, like, 50 books on that list were game changers for him. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I am going to finish reading Reality Transurfing the second time through. And then I'm going to be starting that reading list on on that website because I am trying to unlock the truth of reality. But let's, fly, let's go a little bit back. Or let's go, let's fast forward a little bit after the book came. So I ordered the first book on the reading list and the book that that guy actually wrote. The book he wrote is called Dancing After the Music Stops. And I was so excited because I have been talking to you guys on this podcast about that reading list. And I had been talking to my friend about that reading list. And I've just been thinking about that reading list. And I knew that that was like the next part, the next piece of my journey. And so I was so excited. And I told myself I wasn't going to read another book until i finished transurfing and i still intend to do that but i couldn't help it one night and i actually read the introduction to dancing after the music stops and let me tell you that book just the introduction i know is going to be great that book he was talking he was just talking in such a way that really resonated with me that the way he spoke in that book really spoke to me and he was talking all about so many things that i'm yet to learn and so many things that i'm starting to uncover and then i i kept on reading the introduction and there he there was like this one page that had like this weird font to it and i read it and it was literally i read like i read it and then he had a caption under it And the I didn't read the actual part yet, but I read the caption first and he said nothing like inserting a declassified CIA document about time travel into the introduction of your book. So I was like, what? That's, that's weird. And then I kind of like dismissed it, but then I read the, the piece and it made no sense to me. Like I kind of understood, but it was just like one paragraph of the CIA document, so I didn't really understand it. But, I and then I went back, I finished that introduction, went back to bed, or I, not back to bed, I went to bed. And then I kind of forgot about it for the rest of that night and the, the morning after. And then I remembered it at school when I was talking to my friend about, I was actually talking to my friend about the introduction to that book. And then I actually remembered while I was talking to him and I said, he put a declassified CIA document about time travel in that book, in the intro. And we were both like confused. And then so I ended up looking into it on my computer and I actually found the entire document, the CIA document. It's called the Analysis and Assessment of the Gateway Process. And that document is not that whole document, the analysis and assessment of the gateway process is not about time travel itself. Like it's all, there's only one paragraph, like one part of that entire like paper, that paper, the analysis, the analysis and assessment of the gateway process is like 30 to 40 pages long or something like that. But only like less than one page is dedicated to time travel. So it's not about time travel. It's about what I was talking about before, the gateway process. It's like deep meditation and self-discovery and all that stuff. And so I re- I actually printed out that entire paper at my school because we were at school when we were talking about this. So I printed it out from my school computer to my school printer and uh, went to the library and pr- print. Uh, got it. This is all my school. And then I read that entire thing over that weekend, which was a couple days ago. It was last weekend and today's Thursday. So I read that entire document and there was some crazy stuff they were talking about in there. But if I were to have read that document one year ago before I read Transurfing, I would have just dismissed everything in there. And I would have just been like, oh, that's crazy. Get rid of that. But after I read Transurfing, I realized that that mindset was because of the society's social conditioning. And society basically wants you to have that mindset. And it's trying to hold you back. And it's kind of hiding away the fact that we are, like, we have the freedom of choice. And we, it's hiding the fact of our abilities. And like, our, it's hiding like the true nature of reality, essentially. And so after I read Transurfing, I had the proper context to not context, but I had the proper like worldview or I guess, or the ability to under, or I guess I, after I read Transurfing, I developed the, the ability to not just instantly dismiss things that were outside of my worldview. And so that benefited me greatly because I read that entire uh, assessment. And then I went to, I just kept researching more and more about it at school again the next week. And I found two more PDFs about it. So there was one PDF about Monroe Institute, like who we are. And it's like four pages long. I printed that out at the same place at my school. And then there's another PDF that I found, which was the it's like the gateway process guidebook or journal or something long along those lines and it's like 25 or around there it's around 20 to 30 pages long and it's just like a guidebook from the military from the CIA and I printed that out as well and it's like 20 to 30 pages long but there's a lot of pictures in it so it's not that much of a reading and so I printed all that stuff out. So that's 3 PDFs that I've found to this day. So but there's a lot more PDFs, but there's only 3 that are like actual f- actually for reading. I found a another website called like Stargate. It's like Project Stargate and it's the CIA, it's on the CIA's website. So look up like Project Stargate CIA. And then it's probably the first link and on the CIA website, they actually have listed every single, they listed every single PDF about like relating to, or not just PDF, but every single document relating to the gateway or the CIA's um, experiments with the gateway process. And so you know how on Google when you Google something and you scroll all the way down, you can go to the next page. And sometimes there's like 20 pages. Sometimes there's like 500 pages. So on the CIA's website, it's that same format. So it's like PDFs all the way down. It's like um, it kind of looks like a search engine, but it's, it's just like documents all the way down. And then once you get to the bottom of the page, you can click on the next page. Or you can click on go to last page. And so I clicked on the go to last page. And it turns out there are like six hundred and like fifty, six around six hundred and fifty pages of documents. So and on each page there's like 10 to 20 actual documents. And each of those documents is either one to like twenty pages long. So there are a lot, there's a lot of information about the gateway process on the line but I was looking through like the first page of documents and I came to the conclusion that most of those documents are just like scratch notes from like the scientists and just raw data and just a lot of stuff that is not very legible for us, is not very worthwhile for us to read. And so basically I came to the conclusion after maybe 30 to two hours, like around two hours of research, I came to the conclusion that there are 3 so far. This is my conclusion after like a week of looking into this stuff. There are 3 documents to read about the gateway process that I found online like PDFs from the like Monroe Institute and the CIA. One of them is called the Analysis and Assessment of the Gateway Process. The other one is like Monroe Institute it's I don't know what it's called, but it's like a it's like a four-page packet about what they are and basically what they do and how to do it and then the third one is like the gateway process guidebook or handbook or something like that and it's from the cia and it's basically outlines like a guide it outlines like all the different techniques and then it has like paid uh, images showing like examples of the techniques and then there's like a guidebook page like a workbook and so those are the three documents i have printed out so far and also by the way on the cia's website for the analysis and assessment of the uh gateway process page number 25 is missing like it's the weirdest thing so i printed it out and then i didn't realize it until i actually started reading it and then once I got to page 24, after I got to, the after I finished 24, I flipped to it straight to 26. And so I realized I went back onto the PDF and it's just not there. And so I looked up page number 25 missing from the analysis and assessment of the gateway process. And I found this website with an article. It's like a blog post kind of, or just like an article. And... They said there was like a lot of different theories, but I just scrolled all the way down and they posted the complete PDF. So if you're gonna print out the, or even read it, I recommend looking up page number 25 missing from the analysis and the gateway process. Look that up and then find that website. It's probably like the first one. And then scroll all the way down to where there's a PDF and then go read it from there because that's like the entire complete thing. So that's everything about all that. And the way, like the gateway process is actually like, I don't know if they're a company or like an institute. I don't know what they are, but they're selling, I assume they're a company. They're selling CDs, like tapes. They sell MP3s or CDs. And there's one other format. But since I don't like to go on my phone and I like to use electronics if I don't need to, I opted for the CD, even though I never use CDs. Like the last time I used a CD was probably either back when I was playing Xbox and I had a game that was on a CD or like when I watched Star Wars because my mom, my parents have Star Wars, like the first three movies of Star Wars in, on the CD so I never used a CD and I don't have any means anymore like to listen to a CD. So I actually went on Amazon and bought a CD player and then I bought the headphones and then I bought that CD like the wave one. Cause they have eight waves for the gateway process. And so I bought the first wave and I, uh, it was like 80 bucks, but it's going to be worth it. I, I know it. So that's basically what I did, and then I'm gonna set it up, the CD player, and listen to it on in my room. And a little bit, a couple episodes back, I actually described my entire room. So I think it was on like the episode where it was titled How This CIA Document Changed My Life. I'm pretty sure I described it on that one, but I could be wrong. But my room is basically perfectly optimized for this. And I figure I actually have been like practicing getting into this focus 10 state because focus 10 is like the foundation. So you have to get into focus 10 to be able to get into focus 12. And so basically, if you can practice enough and consistently get into focus 10, then and then strengthen your like presence in focus 10, then you'll be able to get to focus 12 and then 15 and then. 21 and like all these things so it gets so that's why i got number the first cd because its focus is on focus 10 and that's like where you start you're supposed to start in sequential order like if you start on number eight you're either just not going to be able to get there or you'll progress way too fast to where it'll actually be dangerous like i heard in one of the readings that they said, people, if they, if people progress too fast that they're not ready for, they could like lose their sense of self. And I don't know what that means, but I don't want to find out. Let me get some water. So as you guys can tell, I'm very excited about starting this gateway experience because just from the, one of the very, one very powerful method of marketing in business is to share like results, um, customer results. So share the results that similar customers to you experienced. And so, Right now, or actually, right now I am a customer, but a couple of days ago I was a potential customer just reading their content about the Gateway experience. And I actually read some stuff and they were talking about how, like, their, not customers, but the people who were participating in their research, they were just talking about a lot of their, like, the benefits they received from it like their lives changed. And one of the things that I read was after they reached, I don't know if it was focus 10 or 12 or 15, I don't know. But after they reached focus 12, I'm just going to say after they reached focus 12 and were proficient at it, their life, they actually found that their lives actually became more complicated. Like their lives actually intensified, like their actual lives, real life not just their meditations, but their actual life, like their day-to-day life actually intensified and increased in like complexity. But then they, were, they actually found that they were, they were given this like newfound abilities to actually handle the new complexity of life better. So essentially their life became more complex but their skills actually became better to handle all that stuff and that kind of just made me think about how a couple years ago when i was just a normal well i should say normal kid nowadays not a normal kid throughout history but a couple years ago even like one year ago i was just a normal american kid i would always just go to school, come home, play Xbox, watch TikTok, watch YouTube, just do all of the normal stuff. And my life was quite simple. I would just go to school, come home and play Xbox, play video games. So life was pretty simple. I'd never really had any complications. Like the, the worst thing that would happen to me is I wouldn't be able to play Xbox in that day and I could survive that. So like, one or two years ago my life was quite simple and then once i started reading my life actually started to gain complexity and i didn't realize it until just now while i'm talking about this but my life actually started to gain complexity slowly but surely like now i've got more i got bigger problems i actually don't really have that much problems anymore because i follow transurfing but now like i have a lot more there's a lot more things available to me and a lot more things that I have to take into consideration simply because I have a lot more knowledge. Like once I started reading and after I've been reading for a year, my life is definitely, it's, it's I'd say it's a, a little bit more, maybe not comp maybe complex is not the right word. Maybe it's like life is just a little bit more full, I guess. Like, Two years ago when I was playing video games, my life was kind of like, let's use a metaphor. My life was a line. And then once I started reading, my life turned into a square. And so now my life is kind of like a square. It's like not as simple as a line, but it's like more complex than a line, if that makes sense. I'm not sure if you guys are getting me, but I'm just going to keep going with this. And then they actually, like I said, on the Monroe Institute document, they actually found that their re, like their participants, their lab rats, essentially, like the people who were doing these experiments with meditation, they found that their lives became more complex. And then they found that they were able to develop more skills to handle that complexity. And so... What I theorize, what I predict will happen in the coming weeks or months as I become more proficient at this deep meditation is my life will switch from being a square and it will actually turn into a cube and then it will become more complex. That's That, that metaphor is kind of what I theorize will happen. I f- predict that my life will become more complex and more full because When I was, when my only, like, when my only worries in life was, am I going to be able to play Xbox, my life was quite simple. It was kind of mundane, and there wasn't really much to it. It was not very full. Like, that represents a simple line, one-dimensional. And then once I, once I started educating myself and reading for the past year, my life became more full. So now I turned into a square. And right now I'm very happy with my progress. My life feels very full. But then they said that, like the way they were speaking in those documents, they were talking about how you find like your, you're like discover your inner self and you discover like a lot more of reality. And there's, I, I can't put it into words just yet, but the way they were speaking about these, like this, technique, this practice, just really made me think that once I become proficient at this, my life will become more full. And I will realize that there's a lot more. Like right now, my worries are, am I going to do my homework? Or uh, my worries are just basic things. Like, am I going to be able, I don't even know. My worries are more advanced than am I going to play Xbox today but my worries are still not like to the point where I think they could be. Like right now I'm I'm mostly worried about tangible things like like am I going to I'm worried about scheduling my day to the point where I can still podcast. I'm worried about am I going to have enough time in my day to podcast. I'm worried about staying co- uh conscious I guess that's not I I don't know but I'm worried I'm worried about like my health, my sleep. But I feel like I never really worry about my spiritual or my um conscious awareness or like expanding my consciousness. I never really worry about more than just the like material world. I I'm not really aware of much more than that simply because That's just the way society like trains our brains. We are simply just unaware of more, of the fact that there's more out there. And that we are more than what we're basically like taught that we are. I'm not, I'm, I'm brand new at all this information so I'm sorry if you guys aren't really making much sense of what I'm saying but I will learn more and Constantly teach you guys more, and that—that's one thing I just remembered. I spent like the past hour and a half before this podcast, basically summarizing the past like week, more than a week, like a week and a half. Uh, since I think it was like around a week since the last time I had a transurfing principles, I basically spent the past hour and a half summarizing and like copying down all of the most important principles and notes that I took from Transurfing over the past week. And so there's this one thing that I remember writing down, and it's the fact that in Transurfing, one of the like things that you realize is that today is better than yesterday and tomorrow will be better than today. And that's, that's all about like going towards your goals and, but I think there's a lot more to that. It's the fact that today is better than yesterday in self-improvement in general. Also, that is all about self-improvement. You don't really notice much difference between the days, like put side by side. But if you were to take day one and compare it to day two, Thirty, you will notice a difference. And then the more and more days that go by, the more and more difference it makes. And that's that's one of the things I I had to remember yesterday. Actually, I was kind of slacking off on the day to day activities. Like I practiced balancing on my ball for ten minutes every day, and I kind of just cut it down to six minutes. But then I reminded myself that it's the day to day that actually is what matters over time. And so if I do 6 minutes every day over time, I'll get good results. But if I do 10 minutes over day over time compared to that 6 minutes over every day over time, the 10 minutes is going to be way better than the 6 minutes. But it's also it's also like me educating myself and you guys educating yourselves there's this one quote that was in the I think it was yeah it was on the website the most beautiful world website the reading list and I forgot like what it said I think it was from Jordan Peterson but it was basically saying that when you educate yourself you free yourself and I've been educating myself for the past year and I still don't think that I'm free completely. Like I still, I st- I can't, I am free, but there's a lot more. And there's another thing. The transfer there was one sentence where he talked about the matrix so far that I was reading that I remember. He said, the matrix, I don't remember what he said, but I'm basically going to explain the, we live in like a matrix and the pendulums. so pendulums are, I am not, I'm like, I have a conceptual idea of what they are, but pendulums are basically, they steal your energy and they're like energetic structures that steal your energy and they are always destructive. They're always looking out for their own good but they, contr- they basically can control you. They basically can control you under their will. Um, once you have importance, so if you place importance over something, inner or outer, then, then they can latch onto that importance and you become their adherent, and you basically act under their will and then you kind of lose your freedom of choice because your destiny is in their hands and not yours. And pendulums are basically like formed when multiple people are, thoughts are aligned of the same thing. And then that thing will become its own kind of, in, like in its own being, I guess. And one of the more dangerous pendulums in this society is all the information the entertainment. And I was actually learning about this in, in class today. Uh, school is a very bad, uh, destructive pendulum as well, but we'll not get into that. And also this podcast, my business is a pendulum. Like everything is pendulums. You and I are pendulums in some degree or another. So pendulums could be good. Like, like the gym is a pendulum. So you simply just have to find your pendulums. But that I was learning about in class today, there is this one story, I forgot what it was called, but this one story where it was like a dystopia where they would, there was kind of like a hierarchy and all of the people were kind of drugged and entertained all day. So they were entertained 24 seven, like with media. And they were just watching TV 24 seven basically. And then that was basically how they controlled the the people. And it, rem- it made me realize like, that's today. Pendulums are controlling us. And we're kind of living in a matrix. We are living in a matrix where pendulums are controlling us and it's getting worse and worse. And they, they, pendulums strive to hide the fact of our freedom of choice and hide our abilities from us and this is one thing that is I'm still in the matrix but I'm basically taking the red pill through educating myself and reading all this stuff reading Reality Transurfing and reading this reading list that I will start to read and also practicing the what is it called? The gateway process. Practicing that stuff. All of these things will help me break free, and I'm documenting my journey. When I first started this podcast, I was still looking at transurfing, but I had no idea of that there was more, and I had no. Or I guess I may have known there was more, but I had like no idea of the severity of the situation, and I'm sure that in three months from now I will look back and think that I had no idea even today so I'm just uncovering the truth and that's like it's one of the big things that I'm really focusing on right now I know that and okay let me just explain this one of the principles of Transurfing is conscious awareness and being awake essentially so realizing like being conscious and aware that's what being awake is and I was I woke up today during class and I just looked around and I'm a senior in high school for context and I looked around the classroom and the faces were all this was first period at 8 a.m like 8 30 in the morning the faces were all, like, smugged, gloomy-eyed. Everyone was looking down and, or, like, staring in one spot for the entire class period. And it was just a very disheartening sight to see because that is, like, that is one of the most destructive pendulums. Education, the, not education, but... uh school, the schooling system, the American school system is one of the most destructive pendulums. And in the, in general, the American schooling system ends after high school, like ends, like high school is basically the end of the American school system. And then they can go on to college. Most people do, but I'm just going to, for this, the point of argument, I'm just going to say the American school system ends at like, you're at the end of the conformity like by the time you get to senior year you're basically have been molded and shaped and you're the end product of the American school system so when you first enter in like kindergarten or first grade you're a very cheerful kid you're amazing if you look at a first grade classroom they're all super excited to be there, all happy, and they're all awake, that's the thing, they're all present and they're all conscious aware. And then if you compare that same classroom to a senior year, senior class, like you compare that same classroom, like 15 years later, or not 15, like 10 years later, you compare it, the two, after they've been a product of the american school system it's a very sad sight to see because it like destroys the soul it forces the soul into a a box and it basically just turns the person into how the school system wants them to be and i was a i kind of i was kind of aware of this Throughout my life, like I always hated the school system, but I was never really, I never really put words to it. And then, I actually I didn't really understand that that's that that's the goal to like destroy you, but I always like never really understood why school. And I would always hate school, I, not in like elementary school, but once I got to middle school and high school, I would always just start to hate it. And then. I realize that I realize now that it's all just part of the system it's just a pendulum trying to destroy you and control you and I'm still in school right now i have I'm very grateful that I am a part-time student now and I only have one semester left so it's September right now first semester and I only have like four classes, so I only have four periods in the day. And then in December, I graduate. So I'm very glad that I don't have to go that much, but I still get the negative effects of it. Like it is still conditioning me. And so that's like the biggest thing. You have to be conscious aware all the time and conscious about it. But that's, That's like my thoughts on that. Let me get some water. All right, let's go back to the gateway process. So focus 10, I've been practicing every single night during my meditations and in the morning since I learned about it, like, or not since I learned about it, but I've been practicing for the past, like, maybe one or two days like yesterday is like probably the first day that I practice it or, or two days ago. I don't know, but I've been practicing it during my meditation and trying to get into focus 10. So what I do is I, I sleep on a mat. It's a timing mat. So it's like a hard surface. And if I just lay on it on my back after a while, my back gets sore. So what I do is I, I place my big blanket, on the mat and then i put my pillow down which is a buckwheat pillow which is very it's like the perfect pillow for your head or for your neck and then i lay on top of the be- the blanket and then lay on the pillow and then i put another blanket on top of me which is my cotton blanket and then i just like, relax everything and just lay on my back in, like, an extremely relaxed state. And I don't have my headphones yet or the CD, so I can't put my headphones on yet. Once I get that, I will. But I have my alarm clock, my Hatch Restore 2. It allows you to play uh, pink noise on it. So I have that playing pink noise. And then I have my fans and my air purifier all playing, like, fan noise. Like, It's basically white noise. And so my room is like perfect for that in that sense. And so I've been practicing getting into it. And last night I actually had my closest. I think I had my closest to it. So I was getting into the deep relaxation, doing the strategy where you like flow the energy up your body. And like in the inhale, you bring all the energy in and then bring it all the way up to your head and then hold your breath on after the inhale and then run that energy around your head, like your brain. And then you exhale and then imagine all that energy in your body leaving through your feet and then you inhale again and it's brand new energy, fresh energy and you repeat it. It goes all in your body and then all the way up into your brain, hold your breath, run it around and then exhale. And then have all the energy leaving your feet. So you repeat that. And then at the after the exhale, you say two. And then the next one, three. And then count up to ten. And so I was practicing that on the... And then I was kind of like doing some other stuff too. But I was basically just trying to get into deep relaxation. And I like when I was, I got so deep that I literally like lost my hand. Like I, I was laying there and then my hand just disappeared. Like I couldn't feel my hand anymore and I could kind of feel like that it was not like, I could feel that it was not there. I kind of just like, it's so hard to explain, but I, I was, I got so deep and then my hand just disappeared from my sensory, but I could feel like, kind of my wrist or like I could feel the energy of my hand, but I couldn't feel my hand. It wasn't numb, but I just couldn't feel it. It was the weirdest sensation. And so I got I got scared, like, I, and I was trying to like, I was trying to like combat that fear, but I knew, cause I knew that that's like a normal thing, but I still got scared cause that was the first time I've ever experienced that because I literally lost my hand <laughs> it's I can't explain the feeling but that that's like the best I can do so I lost my hand and I got scared and I like moved my fingers to like reactivate my hand to make sure it was still there and I like the second I moved my fingers I felt them and so I got my hand back and I was like okay good and then I went back into that deep relaxation and then I lost my hand again. But now I had this knowledge that it was normal and I had the knowledge that I still had my hand so I can keep going forward with it. Um, so now I'm more comfortable with that. So last night that was like the big milestone or like stepping stone that I got uh, in my meditations And I'm pretty sure that's the I'm pretty sure that that's good, because I remember when they were explaining focus ten, they said if you're just beginning, it might be helpful to basically like put your each body part to sleep at a time or get each body part to relax at a time. So like start it with your feet and then go up to your legs and then your abdomen or whatever. And so I think that that's what was happening with my hand where I just completely relaxed it and lost it but I don't know that is like that was a crazy feeling and I'm very excited for it I'm very excited for getting in into focus 10 but I'm definitely gonna try again tonight let me get some water so i was just thinking about in the beginning of summer like three months ago i was i didn't even start my business and then i was just starting to think like that's the next part of my life that i have to focus on like i've been working on my health my fitness like all that stuff but i had not even like, begun thinking about my business. And so, in the beginning of summer, I kind of had the intuitive feeling that that's the next step of, like, my self-improvement journey, working on business. And I had been listening to some business podcasts as, as well, but I hadn't really read anything about business. And then, over summer, I kind of just locked in, and then learned a lot about business and then I kind of like completely switched focus from business to this like new like this new thing of transurfing and meditating and all this stuff and so I haven't really focused on learning about business in a while but I'm still like applying the business skills that I learned on podcasting I'm not really applying the skills but I'm still practicing and taking action on the podcast so this i still find it beneficial because even though i'm not like actively learning more about business i feel that right now it's beneficial because this is a brand new avenue of my life and i feel it will help a lot with business because i've been learning about worldview and how your brain is like your mind is the only thing holding you back from achieving success and so if i can learn all the strategies of transurfing and learn a lot, I'll be able to gain success fairly well. And that's like, I just thought that plus I have a lot of time, but then I remembered in transurfing, I don't remember the exact wording, but basically like the, the, belief that you have a lot of time left is uh like a fallacy it's it's not real it's like a false belief and so i was thinking that i have a lot of time i have all of this school year plus second semester i have completely off until i'm graduated with high school so i have a lot of time to work on myself but then again I'm kind of just like putting off business to the side. But then again, I'm building a strong foundation of my spiritual side of things. And like my worldview, all of this stuff, I'm building a strong foundation. So I don't really know. I don't know. That reminds me of another thing. Once you get into like focus, I don't know if it was focus 10 or 12. But once you get into one of those stages, you basically have like you basically have access to this higher self and you can ask yourself or it questions and it will be able to answer those questions with a expanded awareness and expanded knowledge base essentially from what you have of yourself. And so maybe I'll ask it if I'm on the right path, if I'm doing the right things, and maybe I'll ask it if Hawaii is even my innermost goal. Or maybe I'll ask it, what is my innermost goal? That would just be a complete... Like, I don't know. That is, like, I'm very excited for that part of things. I was actually thinking while I was writing my Transurfing principles down a a couple hours ago, I was actually thinking of creating a brand new journal and just, like, having it with all of, like writing down all of the questions for my inner self. I was thinking of buying another journal and labeling it questions for inner self. And then I would just go through all those questions and ask them all to my inner self once I get to focus 12. Actually, I'm definitely gonna do that. This is the end of the episode. So I'm right away, I'm gonna buy another journal on Amazon, like right now. And I'm gonna label it questions for my inner self. To wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.